Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 1 Peter chapter 2 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition, review key takeaways, and end our session with a short prayer. So let us get started. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. The living stone and a chosen people. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ, for in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him would never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious, but to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone that causes people to stumble in a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Living godly lives in a pagan society. Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires, which wages war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that, though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority whether to the emperor as the supreme authority or to the governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God honor the emperor. Slaves, in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh. For it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable before God. To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. 
but you were like sheep going astray. For now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. This is the end of the reading of 1 Peter chapter 2. So what is Peter reminding us here? He's basically saying to remember that we are people of God. He talks about the living stone and a chosen people. He says we were rejected by humans, but we were chosen by God to a God who we are precious to. We are precious and holy to a God because he allowed us to be through the sacrifice and offerings of Jesus Christ. So it talks about Zion, talks about laying the cornerstone. So here is basically Jesus Christ who founds uh, the church. He leaves behind. And Jesus is the cornerstone. And upon Jesus is where this church, a group of believers, us, his followers, are going to be founded upon. So he is the most precious stone, the cornerstone that starts everything. And upon him, the kingdom will be built. And so our souls are now finally found its way back to the shepherd, to the big shepherd and the overseer of our souls. So another lesson here uh, in terms of thinking about the living temple is that back in the Old Testament, the temple was the brick building that was built by David's son, Solomon. But after the New Testament, after Jesus comes and pays the ultimate price and leaves behind the Holy Spirit, the holy temple now is inside each one of us, each one of the believers of Christ. So we now become the precious and the holy temple of God. And again, we are only strong because our foundation is Jesus Christ. He is the rock. Our lives depend and rest upon the rock of Christ and everything that he endured for our salvation. So let us pray. Father God, we thank you for once again giving us light, giving us freedom, giving us choice, giving us a taste of what it is uh, of eternal life, a taste of what it is to be in your presence in eternity, to live as one of your followers, to as one of your worshipers. Lord, we just thank you so much for giving us this amazing opportunity to join, to be part of your family, your chosen one, to be serving, to be at your feet, to serve you for the rest of our eternity. Lord, we just can't find the words to express our gratitude and to worship you and to give you praise as the Almighty, as the creator of everything. So Lord, send your Holy Spirit again to descend upon us we know we, it lives in each one of us because you allowed it to come in us through our simple action of just professing our faith in your son, Jesus. And through that, you open the doors to your kingdom. You open the doors to heaven. You open the doors to eternity. And you sent us your holy temple and you let it abide inside of us. So let us treat that holy temple with respect. Let us be follower of Jesus, 
Let us understand that we are also to imitate Jesus. If we're to truly follow him, we are to imitate how he suffered, how he responded on suffering. How when treated unjustly, he never took revenge. He never tried to take the offense. Instead, he just humbly took everything or the punishment that was given to him because he was doing it for a greater purpose. And like him, Lord, we are to suffer what life throws at us in the name of Jesus. We are to do it in the name of serving you, our mighty and all-powerful God. So, Lord, let us really understand what that means to imitate Jesus, that um, to see what it is to act in the face of suffering, in the face of agony, in the face of a hardship, in the face of obstacle, in the face of oppression. Let us understand what our response to that is, and that is nothing but pure love, pure mercy, pure patience, pure forgiveness. So, Lord, give us the strength to be able to do that, because it is something that we cannot do on our own or that we wish to do, but something that we can only do and we must do through obedience to you and through faith in Jesus. So, Father, thank you again and allow the Holy Spirit to descend upon us. We ask this in your Son's holy name, Jesus. Amen. <music>